Hey, I'm Karen. And I'm Aubrey. And this is Chicklet, a literature comedy podcast where we enjoy getting lit and talking about books that spoke to us as young adults. Yeah, Book It was um, dope as fuck. Yeah, I used to get it. the little personal pan pizza. Yeah, just for oh my god, just for you. Yeah, shit- nobody can take that shit, dog. <laughs> but we also cover movies with special guests, and it can get pretty crazy. I'll make a controversial statement. I will take this over Space Jam. Is that controversial? It People love Space be. Jam. We might have to. We might have to stage a fight. So if you enjoy YA fiction. That fool of a fairy, Lucinda, did not intend to lay a curse on me. She meant to bestow a gift. Boozy beverages. Little shot of Baileys in your coffee. Coffee, pizza, and Baileys goes together like... Doesn't go together. Like it doesn't go together at all. And... and the power of friendship. I'll be like, I bought your Christmas present. And she'll be like, what'd you get me? I have to know. <laughs> Tell me right and now. And I'm like, Henry no. Henry gets so irritated because I'm like, do you want your present now? And he's like, it's like October. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Then we're the podcast for you. We've been best friends for over a decade, so join in on the fun and grab a drink, y'all. January 6th at 1.15 p.m., the day that Dry January died. Welcome to Gritty Movies Presents Darkness in the Film Industry. This is a 20-part series detailing certain acts and behaviors of particular actors, film producers, directors, and other socials within the film industry. This is not for the faint of heart. This 20-part series will detail certain events and circumstances in relation to child abuse, conspiracies, general abuse, and even murder. Please listen at your own discretion. Thank you, and enjoy the episode. Hey guys and welcome back to the continuation of the Darkness in the Film Industry series. I do apologize if I sound a bit stuffy or lose my breath in this episode. Um, the heat is just fucking with me <laughs> and I'm getting really stuffy. So I do apologize. I will try to cut as much as I possibly can out if I need to, but just work with me. So welcome to six or episode 6 of the 20-part series, Darkness in the Film Industry, where I, your host, Ebony, will deep dive and discuss particular actions and behaviours of those within the film industry. This includes details on events and circumstances in relation to child abuse, conspiracies, and even murder. Before we get into episode 6, Tom Sizemore, I'd just like to say that during this series, I will not be discussing Army Hammer or Harvey Weinstein. I believe both of these figures have been discussed in detail recently that I would not be adding anything new to the discussion. Now with that being said, let's get started on episode 6, Tom Sizemore. Who is Tom Sizemore? Thomas Edward Sizemore Jr. is an American actor and producer. He is known for his supporting roles in films such as Born on the Fourth of July, Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man, Passenger 57, True Romance and Natural Born Killers. Sizemore was born in Detroit, Michigan. His mother, Judith, was a member of the City of Detroit Ombudsman staff and his father, Thomas Edward Sizemore Sr., was a lawyer and philosophy professor. He was raised as a Roman Catholic. Sizemore has stated that his maternal grandfather was of French and Native American ancestry. Sizemore fronted the Hollywood rock band Day 8. Formed in 2002, the band recorded a four-song EP produced and recorded by Bradley Dujmovich. Who said that wrong? and former snot-slash-cellfly guitarist Mike Doling. Originally called The Bystanders, the group concluded guitarist and co-writer Rod Castro, Alan Muff- Muftison, Tyrone Tomkey, and Michael Taylor. 
Now, let's get into the allegations and abuse. Sizemore, who has battled drug addiction since he was 15, was convicted in 2003 of domestic violence against his girlfriend, the former Hollywood madame, Heidi Fleiss. Sizemore was sentenced to seven months in jail and four months in drug treatment for repeatedly failing drug tests while on probation on March 25, 2005. Sizemore was caught attempting to fake the urine test using a whizinator. Fleiss's restraining order against him had lapsed by the time they appeared together in the third season of Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew in 2010. On May 8, 2007, while still on probation for a previous drug conviction, Sizemore was arrested outside the Four Points Sheridan Hotel in Bakersfield, California for possession of methamphetamine. In 2013, Sizemore appeared on an episode of the talk show Dr. Phil titled Explosive Relationships, where he discussed his rise to stardom and the subsequent fallout after his years of struggling with substance abuse and run-ins with the law enforcement, as well as his relationship with Heidi Fleiss. This was season 11, episode 138, which aired on April 18th, 2013. In early 2014, a recording emerged of Sizemore alleging that former girlfriend Elizabeth Hurley had an affair with Bill Clinton in 98. Under threat of legal action, Sizemore admitted that the allegation was false. He elaborated that the recording was made without his knowledge during a time when he was battling substance abuse. Sizemore had been approached to appear in the first season of the reality television series Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew, but declined. He met with Drew Pinsky about appearing in the second season, sitting in Pinsky's office for two hours, as Pinsky recounted, sweating and completely high on drugs, talking a million miles an hour, acting like he was going to do it, then decided he didn't want to. Sizemore ultimately decided to appear on the show's third season, but did not appear in the season premiere. Because Heidi Fleiss was also in treatment on the show that season, both she and Sizemore had to consent to appear together. The season premiered in January 2010, with Sizemore's arrival at the, at the clinic chronicled in the third episode, and his reunion with Fleiss was amicable. By the season's end, Fleiss lashed out at Sizemore at the graduation ceremony, taunting him that the thought of being with him would turn women gay. In February 2017, Sizemore pleaded no contest to charges of domestic abuse for assaulting his girlfriend, for which he was sentenced to 36 months of summary probation, 30 days of community service, a year-long domestic violence program. He was also subject to two protective orders associated with the charges and ordered to pay various fees. The deal was made by Sizemore to avoid spending 210 days in jail. In 2013 interview, Sizemore claimed that he began to achieve sobriety after a stern interrogation from fellow actor Robert De Niro. De Niro personally checked Sizemore into rehab. On January 5th, 2019, Sizemore was arrested for misdemeanor drug possession of various illegal narcotics in Burbank, California. In November 2017, it was revealed by The Hollywood Reporter that Sizemore had been kicked off the set of the film Born Killers then known as Piggy Banks, in 2003 for allegedly sexually molesting an 11-year-old actress when the film was in production near Salt Lake City, Utah. Sizemore denied any wrongdoing and was allowed back on set after the Salt Lake City Prosecutor's Office decided against wrongdoing with the case due to witness and evidence problems. In May 2018, the actress, by then 26 years old, filed a lawsuit against Sizemore claiming that his alleged abuse caused long-standing emotional problems and seeking at least $3 million. A statement from Sizemore's publicist again denied the abuse, noting that nothing amiss was reported by Born Killer's staff member, whose duty was supervising child actors one on set. 
On August 27, 2020, US Today reported that Utah judge had dismissed the lawsuit. Sizemore again denied her claims, stating, Beyond the loss of work and pain and humiliation this has caused me and my family, the thought that an 11-year-old girl would think I violated her, whether it be because of the misconstrued some inadvent touching when the director placed her upon my lap, for the photo shoot, or someone else instilled this idea in her head, for whatever malicious, self-serving reasons, is what devastates me the most. That's a short and sweet, um, well nothing is ever sweet, especially those allegations, but that's a little quickie episode if you will. Join in for next week's episode on Thomas H. Inchi, I think is how you pronounce that. <laughs> Inchi Inf for episode 7. So you will see or hear from me for that one. In the meantime, there may be some more YouTube videos that drop. Uh, please keep an eye out for those. We are starting to be a bit more present over on YouTube. Um, but thank you so, so much for your support. Um, we've hit a year. We've hit 3,500 downloads as of this week. Um, we couldn't be happier. Thank you so, so, so much for the support. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. And you'll hear from me soon. Bye.